0: Gonna fight him all the way up to the
1: Welcome to the driver's seat with Stephen Johnson and Matt McElden for Kubota. Together we are shaping and building Australia and New Zealand.
2: And welcome back to the driver's seat for another week. My name is Nims joined, as always, by Matthew McKeldin and Stephen Johnson, who in 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 what I want to call is like, uh, this is literally the red flags about to go. The time sheets are, about, the checkered flag's about to go on Polly, and he has just made it to
0: the top of the totem. Well done, Stevie. Welcome. Oh, thank you, boys. Uh, no problem at all. I don't know what you were stressing about. I love it how you throw to him first, and there's... There's a hint of breathlessness just there as he (laughs) sprinted from the rear of the building... Steve Johnson
3: getting amongst it. He certainly is. Hey, but look.
2: Uh, Man, that was close. Look, talking about uh, fast, because uh, we are here mm. thanks to uh, Kubota. Together we are shaping and building Australia and New Zealand. We are just a little bit over a week away from the AGP, the fastest circuit. And a bloke that knows how to go very, very fast is our first guest tonight. In fact, let's just get straight to his intro.
3: You heard the confidence from Barry Ryan early on. And these guys are off to a ripping start. Brody Kostecki, the only driver. Superb performance by Brody Kostecki. The
2: first pole in the Gen 3 era. It was a mega performance by Coca-Cola Racing by Erebus at Newcastle. And they're only going to get better as we head into the AGP. So we thought we'd better get the bloke on. Please welcome back to the driver's seat,
0: the one and only Brody Kostecki. Whoop. Hey, guys. How are you? Yeah. There we go. <laughs> hey, Brody, It's Matt McKeldon, mate. Congratulations on uh, being oh, – oh, there there's is. a crowd. Hey, there's the audience. We even brought the studio audience in for you. They must have got a look with Steve. I was going to say they're a little late because <laughs> yeah. they come in with steve um, uh Congratulations, mate. You are the in the history books now as the first person to get a pole position in the new Gen 3 car. That's got to be a nice feeling.
4: Yeah, it was obviously, um, yeah, it was a fantastic feeling, you know, to be, um, you know, to go from practice three onwards and, you know, be the fastest every session up until, you know, that point where we stuck it on pole was just, um, you know, absolutely surreal at the time. And, um, you yeah, was it was a shame we couldn't get it done in the race. But, um, yeah, it was great to, you know, tick that off the bucket list and, and um, you know, to be the first, you know, team on pole for Gen 3, which was really cool.
5: Hey, Brody, I think um, for me, looking from the outside in, um, what impressed me the most is not only, obviously, uh, the, you know, both of um, the Coca-Cola cars were just on point mm. from practice one, um, but as a blanket hole for me, the reliability of every car in the field, that really surprised me. Did that surprise you?
4: Um, not not necessarily. You know, we have had a you know major change, um, you know, going to the Gen 3 cars, but, you know, most of the, um, you know, Running gear, bar the engines, you know, we're pretty much the same. You know, the transaxles are the same, and you know, the rear hubs, you know, are pretty much identical to what we ran. You know, obviously we're running a control up right now, you know, with different bearings. So there has been small hiccups with those, you know, sort of things. But you know, when you know, I guess supercars went from the blueprint cars to now the gen or the you know to the golf car era. You know, that was a you know a massive change. You know, with the IRS rear suspension, transaxles, whatnot you know, going from diff cars and, you know, we didn't really see that much of a change in the running gear, you know, it was something that everyone was, you know, you know, all the teams knew it. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, you know, it was great to see all the cars run around and, you know, bar JC's crash and, you know, none of the cars had any problems. So that was, you know, really cool to see. And, you know, I think, you know, I'd take my hat off to all the teams because, you know, it wasn't a easy off season, you know, whatsoever.
0: Mate, we know that you're a bloke who who is not afraid of a, a car that's slidey. That's you know not like it's handling on rails, not like a GT car. You you're pretty confident with your car control. You do a bit of speedway in the off season, all that sort of stuff. Take me through Gen Three as that sort of driver, because there's the new generation drivers, of which I reckon you're one of the new generation drivers. Then there's the old school drivers, like the Courtneys, I suppose, and the SVGs and Reynolds, a few of the other guys at Reynolds that yeah. have been around they were saying that they were really not entirely sure on what this car was going to be like. You, as a person who's got that sort of car control and re- relatively fresh into, the, into the, the main game, is it a car that you like? Do you like that challenge of a car that's not planted?
4: Yeah, you know, I think it's, it's definitely a lot different than the, you know, than the old car, and, you know, to be completely honest. When the chequered flag dropped in the last round last year, I pretty much threw out everything I knew about, you know, supercars and <clears> wanted <throat> to start fresh for this new car. Um you know I knew it was going to be you know a lot different than you know the old car, and um I just stayed open minded the whole time when I drove it and um you know didn't try to compare it to the old car at all, you know because there's no point going backwards, you know you're only going forwards you know at that point so um uh, yeah I, I don't mind the car so far you know at the moment, I think it has the potential to you know race really well. I just think um you know there's a few factors you know maybe the tires are holding us back a fair bit um from being able to you know race each other harder but um, I think all in all, it's been, um, you know, positive so far. So I think we'll have a true test at Free um, you know, in the coming weeks. So, um, you know, the racing was pretty horrid last time we were there. So, um, you know, that'll be the true test.
5: Well, that was actually rolls straight into the next question, doesn't it? Because uh, Nimsy's got here, obviously, the results from last year, which you, pro- you probably don't want to hear, to be fair. <laughs> P14, <laughs> P7, P15, P5. I mean, there's a couple of solid top tens and a top five there but the p14 and 15 were you know a bit i guess we would call it a little bit hit and miss for you guys last year
4: yeah i think um yeah we had a few little dramas last year i think i may have sped one of the races in the pit lane um, if i'm not mistaken i could be wrong we had a few pit stop dramas those rounds so but yeah. uh, you know that's hopefully all in the past now and you know the team you know since then have you know really um you know picked up that game you know in the, in you know that department so um, I'm actually really excited going into Grand Prix. Um, you know, we haven't really seen a track like that. You know, in these cars, you know, we, you know, we did do the Sydney test, so we, you know, we had Turn One as, as a gauge, and um, it, was, it was definitely a lot different than you know the old car through the fast corner. So she's pretty lively around there, and am um, yeah, pretty excited to hit the track
0: mate were you surprised and i'm not trying to draw you into controversy here cuz we we know what happens when that when that you start getting text messages from people when you start being uh, critical openly of uh, <laughs> supercars um mate I, I so i'm not trying to draw you into anything but i from a driver's point of view were you surprised that Uh, James Courtney's hit caused such damage in the cars? Because I think we all are, that it then had to be sent from Melbourne, you know, basically stripped back, sent to Melbourne, uh, sent from Melbourne back up to Pace Innovations to be totally redone. Were you a little bit shocked at that? And perhaps even a little bit concerned? Because I know I was.
4: Oh, to be honest, this is actually the first I've actually heard about it being sent Mm. back to um, Queensland. So I haven't actually opened up Facebook or social media since around too much. So... um, yeah, that's, that's obviously not ideal, but um, honestly, the way that the car hit, you know, it it also depends on, you know, how, how you hit walls and whatnot. If you have a side impact, it's, you know, it's, it's you know, it doesn't do too much to the car, it might just pancake the side, but when you hit a wall like that on a 45 degree angle to a dead stop, um, you know, it's, it, it, it's definitely going to damage some stuff. So I'm not yeah. sure, you know, the extent of the damage, but obviously if it's had to go back on the jig, it's, um, you know, might be quite severe, so... But, you know, that's just one of those things where, um, you know, you don't know till you crash. So, um, mm. you know, and that's the first one.
0: And I think we're going to see potentially, boys. I mean, Stevie J, we've seen you have a fairly almighty. Accident at the Grand Prix before. Uh, uh, I think well, you went through.
6: <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I Cat like reactions
0: from Stevie J. <laughs> don't go, don't go soft on him, Brady. He's an easy target for a reason. Um, uh, it's going to be really interesting, I reckon, because the the sort of feel that I got from Newcastle is that everyone being so low in spares, being the new car, being they do the debut, kind of felt like the racing. Everyone was being mindful. And I don't, I'm not saying that's a bad thing or a good thing. I'm just saying they were just being mindful. A bit more cautious reckon, than they normally would be. A little bit more cautious. I reckon when we get to the Grand Prix, I'm hoping that we're going to see a bit more aggression. And there's a weird part of me, boys, that almost wants to see some bumping and some grinding and some up against the wall stuff because I want to see how Gen 3 survives that kind of stuff. We've seen it, what happened with Courtney, but I, I reckon it's a track that if you boys get off the leash a little bit, which I hope that you do, I reckon we're going to see a little bit more of what the gen three is capable of.
5: I don't know. I mean, I think Brody, you know, he qualified
0: 15th on Sunday and he yeah. raced through to P six, which is yeah, but you were pretty wasn't... clean from what I remember. Brody, I don't remember you uh, bumping into anyone in Newcastle. Would I be right? Uh, or did we just miss uh, it?
4: No, I haven't actually bumped into um, anyone yet. I, you know, I'd, I um I thought I better wait until someone else does it and see if they can it. Yeah. Breaks so, um, <laughs> I had a you know, we we had a pretty strict policy going into the first round. You know with the um you know there's only one front bar spare. So if you yeah. you, know, and you can probably imagine you know with our team boss um oh, how that went. So, I don't know what you're
2: talking about. Uh,
4: <laughs> so I did I didn't really want to test his patience on that at the first <laughs> round. I thought I might just give it a few more and just you know let the dust settle a little bit and see how we go.
0: I mean, Nimsy, what would uh, if if uh, if Brody walked into the Coca-Cola pits after a bit of a scrap, and and went straight to the great man Barry Ryan? What do you reckon, with an excuse of some kind, I locked a brake, or he brake tested me, or did something? What do you reckon Barry would say, Nimsy? I reckon he'd
2: point at all of the uh, all of the debris and then say this: "My honest opinion is, have some
6: balls and do it yourself." <laughs> <laughs> well,
5: Is what that if, what he'd say, well, Bro? <laughs> and then if Brody, and if Brody come back, what else do you reckon
2: he'd say? Or <laughs> well, what would what,
5: what, actually? What would who was it? What would Tim
2: it? Edwards say? What would Tim Edwards say? Yeah, actually, I reckon. It's total
0: bullshit. It's bullshit. <laughs> 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 oh, no, much more of that. <laughs> Good luck, to be in the pits there too. <sighs> oh man. Well, yeah, I, and and that's and so I mean. You just said it there, Brad. I mean, it, it, there was a real concern when we were mm. at Newcastle that if you stoved it in practice or whatever, that you might not be able to fix the thing. Given a few weeks down the track, now I'm really hoping when we get to to Grand Prix that you boys can get a little bit more off the chain, racy, yeah, a bit more racy.
4: Yeah, I think as the season goes on and everyone learns, you know, um, you know how the pa- you know how the panels are, you know, this car is built a lot different. Um, you know, as far as, you know, for the skin structure of, you know, behind the doors and whatnot. So I think everyone is, you know, you don't want to go out of the first round with a DNF, you know, can really put you back on, you know, the back foot of the championship. So everyone goes into the first round sort of trying to slowly, you know, work out, you know, how much you can push the limit. And, you know, just don't forget, we raced those other generation of cars for, you know, 10 or so odd years and everyone knew how much you could, you know, rub into someone without causing a tyre rub or, you know, um, sort of try, you know, heat someone's tyres up or whatnot by, you know, giving them a rub. But honestly, we don't know with this car and there's no spares to try it out. So, um, yeah, I think in the next, you know, coming rounds, we'll see um, everyone start to, you know, sort of pick up the heat a bit. I just can't wait.
5: Hey, mate, look, obviously, look, I want to look forward a little bit going from, you know, obviously we've only had round one, but, You've obviously already announced uh, Dave Russell as your your co-driver, which is uh, which is very cool. You mm. obviously you've had great success with with D Russ. You've had a, uh, a P three and and twenty Bathurst twenty one was it and a P yeah Bathurst podium and then a P four last year. Um, coming back to Sandown this year too, so there's actually two opportunities, a bit more miles, uh, more to I guess gauge and 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 to to get rid of a little um, intricacies and. and Dramas at, at Sandown. I mean, that's got to be confidence building for you guys with D-Russ. I mean, he's, he's a he's a very, very solid co-driver, isn't he?
4: Oh, definitely. Um, you know, it was, it, it was great that, you know, we can, you know, continue that partnership with him. And, you know, he's done such a solid job every time he's, you know, been in the car for us now. We're going on to our third year. And, um, you yeah, know, we've been, you know, competitive now for, you know, two years at Bathurst together. And, you know, I, I just love, uh, you know, d Russ's work ethic. He just gets in, gets the job done. Um, you know, just is a uh, pleasure to be around, and uh, yeah, you, you know, you want someone like that to co-drive with, and you know, know that you know someone can do the job. So, um, you know, every time he gives the car back to me, it's probably better than what I gave it to him. So, <laughs> um, yeah, he, uh, I think he gave he, he gave me the car uh, in the lead last year. Bathurst, and I want to back it up before
5: a little bit, so um, yeah, need might, might to sort that out next year. Oh, sorry, but year. But he has been super fast, Brody. Like, I mean, when he's when he's out there, like, especially last year, he was impressive. And I mean, you, we've all known D. Rust for a long time, mm. and uh, uh, we we know what he's capable of. But yeah, very impressive last year, especially against against some other young drivers. Even though when you look at the onboard footage, it looks like he's literally about to pass out. <laughs>
4: Yeah, I think um, yeah, I think we thought there for a while we're going to have to fit an oxygen tank in there uh, <laughs> just to make sure he breathes. So, uh, but um, he he absolutely loves it. puts a lot of work into um, you know getting ready for that one round, and you know now it's two this year. It's just you know more the merrier for us. So, um, yeah, really stoked to be you know to be able to work with him again, and you know can't wait to pair um, up again.
0: Um, mate, we're going to let you go in a second. We're all. We're all sitting here waiting for text messages to get around or phone calls to get around. I've got uh, Aaron Noonan on point ready to text me when we find out the result of the 888 appeal tonight because currently you're sitting second in the championship. Like, that's a mm. that's a sensational effort. If they get reinstated, you, you, you're going to drop back. As someone who's in the game, as someone who's at the coalface, peel the curtain back for us, what do you think the chances of – triple eight are going to get off or they're going to keep it. I mean, what's the talk amongst the industry as to, uh, as to how tonight's going to go?
4: Uh, to be honest, I don't even know that that appeals even on till just now. Um, mate.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what do you do during the week, mate?
4: Well, this week. I've been getting my spring car uh, ready for um, after going free and doing a bit of gym stuff and I'm just sort of focusing on, you know, myself. So, uh, yeah, it's it's been great talking to you guys tonight. I've, I've heard that a chassis has gone on the jig, and uh, there's been an appeal in our
6: process tonight. So.
0: There is, yeah. As 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 you are uh, eating your meat and three veg, and and us peanuts are talking, uh, there is a there is a, an appeal process ongoing in Victoria right now, I believe, uh, between Triple Eight and some some folks. And uh, we should know. I'm hoping it by the end of the, hopefully by the end of the show as to whether. T8 is going to be reinstated into the results or not. So uh, who knows, mate? You may have woken up in P2 in the championship, but you may be going to bed not in P2. We'll have to wait and see, I guess.
4: Yeah, I think I might have to stay up and uh, <laughs> wake up if I'm going to be P2 or not. So we'll have to um, just wait and see. But uh, hopefully I'll stay in P2, but we'll just see what happens.
2: Just furiously refreshing the news. But uh, hey, well, before we let you go, Broads, before you, when we uh, popped up on our socials uh, that we going to have yeah you on the show tonight. First off, we had a whole bunch of people saying, "Yes, Bush session tonight. Fantastic." Uh and that's from Rob. So, uh <laughs> thanks for tuning in, Rob. He's one of the top fans, but uh we had a question here that's uh, from lee who wanted to know, uh what's your future plans for you and NASCAR? Because uh that's been a big little rumor and uh well, the fans want to know.
4: Yeah, I think um, you know, that that you know, there's no secret that I want to get over there and um, you know, have, have a go at that again you know, some of the road courses over there and, you know, it's basically just when, you know, time permits and, you know, racing's not a, you know, not a cheap sport. So, you know, the stars have to align and, yeah, just have to see how we go. But I think, you know, for this year, it's, you know, a pretty big year for me and, you know, also Erebus as well. So, you know, I want to, you know, keep my focus and, you know, my eyes on the prize here in Australia first. And, yeah, you know, before anything happens, I'd like to, you know, Check a few things off my bucket list, and um, you know, tick some boxes here first. So, uh, yeah. Until then, I think um, we'll just have to see what happens.
2: Well, mate, whatever you continue to do, no doubt we will be watching, and uh, congratulations to on your sp- yeah yeah sprint car win in Toowoomba a couple of weeks at the start of the year. But uh, mate, we've given us you've given us a hell of a lot of your time on a Wednesday here on the Driver's seat. Go well at the AGP, and uh, hopefully we'll talk to you soon. No worries. Thanks for having me, guys. Really appreciate it. There you go, Brody Kostecki from Coca-Cola Racing by Erebus. And I tell you what, boys. Uh, hopefully, uh, Maddie, you, mm-hmm. well, you didn't put him to sleep with your talk about the bloody appeal and whatnot. But uh,
0: hopefully by tomorrow, he's still <laughs> P <pee> two. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's going to be really interesting. I don't know. We're going to talk about it a little bit later on, Nimsey, But I don't know how he is going to, how Triple Eight is going to be able to get away with this because. To the rule book, and if you didn't get it right in the rule book, then it's a fairly easy question. And and if it does get overturned, mm, boy, that's you, a you, you beg to differ on <laughs>
5: what people are allowed or not allowed to do. Yeah. Everybody will be appealing everything moving yep. forward yep. if they do
0: get let off. That's right.
2: It'll be uh, fascinating to see what happens tomorrow morning or even later on tonight, but we'll keep you posted here on the driver's seat. Uh, get your texts in, 0433 98 1116. Keep your text messages coming in. Wherever you're listening. Uh, thank you, Frank and you hey, uh, our friend in New Zealand. Uh, but yes, 0433 98 1116 Brody joining us here on the driver's seat. Thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia and New Zealand. We're going to be sliding open the doors to the classic cars corner a little bit
0: later on, but first we'll... Be Malconio, yeah, mm. he's
2: going to be joining All us. All the way back.
0: With the, he had his wings clipped a couple of weeks ago, but he's he's fit and healthy, fighting <laughs> fit now. <laughs> he certainly is. I'm bad. mildly scared of his topic for tonight. Oh, I can tell you, you, when
2: we were when we were chatting during the day, he's very much looking forward to this. But uh, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, But we'll get, get the to dump your, button ready. But we will get to your text in just a moment. 0433 98 1116 is our number. You're listening to the Drivers' Seat. Thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia and New Zealand.
1: This is The Driver's Seat for Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia and New Zealand.
2: big thank you to Brody Kostecki for jumping on board at The Driver's Seat and some absolute deft manoeuvring from him to avoid any headlines on Speed
0: Cafe following... Um... <laughs> didn't he? Could, I mean, look, I, I love the kid. But do you reckon <laughs> he didn't know that Courtney Chassis had gone north? Of course north? he knew. And do you reckon that he didn't know that there was an appeal <laughs> course he you <laughs> did it very very well there,
5: Bush. Oh, wasn't so, good. But talk to about be your, honest, Brody would straight bat. Brody wouldn't, you know, like he he doesn't he don't get into the BS stuff. Nah. You know what I mean? He's just no. he wants to race. He's no. almost like a Shane in a way. He just doesn't care. Wants
0: to race. That's no. it. Mm-hmm. Can I just say though, uh, the difference between a Brody Kostecki interview of three years ago and a Brody interview now, now? Lighten Lighten Day, oh. Lighten Day. He's he well, I light, thought it, light and light, day, hey, light and dark. Were night you talking? And day. Of, were you talking about your food light and easy? Maybe <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I've ever seen of light and easy is when it's on someone else's doorstep, not mine. <laughs> uh, but I thought he was a really good interview, really natural, very relaxed. Good on you, Brody, because um, that you know interviews aren't the easiest things in the world, and I thought he did very well.
2: Right, it's quite funny because he's still in my phone as uh, Brody uh, Brody Kostecki uh, from. Kostecki brothers racing. It's quite, a like, you know how you oh, oh, when yeah, you first put yeah, yeah. oh, That's back in the day. That is back in the day. <laughs> um, get your texts coming through. 0433 98 is the number. And uh, they're coming in thick and fast at the moment. And we'd love to hear from you. So keep them coming in throughout the evening. Uh, we're also going to be talking to Malcolm Owens in just a moment. So if you've got any questions for Malcony or any comments, mm. you can text them in too. 0433 98 1116 is the number, but we'll get to the ones we got in at the moment. Plenty going on. Mark and Marygum. Controversy creates cash. Who is the head of the table? The boss, the fearless leader, because Shane Howard ain't it. Look at AFL, Gillen McLaughlin. Anytime something happens, good or bad, a press conference pretty much straight away. Supercars? Nah. We get a cricket hidden behind closed doors. And maybe on a Thursday before the next round, we may have a press conference to explain issues. If supercars want to play with the big boy sports, then start acting like it. Take the fans on the journey, good or bad. If it's talked about and we can make mainstream media, then it's a win. Oh, and stop treating fans like they're idiots.
0: You need to calm down.
2: Thank you, Mark yeah. and Mary hey, Gum.
0: but I tell you, Mark, I saw Mark on the weekend. He's 100% spot on right there, Nimsy. Can you please... Just turn to the studio audience and flash the applause button because that is an outstanding text. And he's 150% correct. Gil stands up when there's an issue, good or bad. The guy from Rugby League, what's his name? Uh, um, Peter Volandis. Uh, Peter Volandis. Rugby um, League. Rugby League. Rugba he stands league. up up front and has a chat, yep. uh, as does uh, Abdo. So w- Supercars has gone missing in this whole thing and it is an absolute disgrace. Charter
1: boat? What charter Charter boat. <laughs> correct <laughs> issues
0: what um, there is nothing to see here.
2: Oh, you see here. Here's yeah. another one uh, from Graham in Hampton, Bad Graham in Hampton Park. Maybe Erebus could put an oxygen tank in the void beside the driver and the door for DROS. <laughs>
0: <laughs> a good one. Where is at 10 paces for that one. Here's another, good,
2: here's another good one from uh, Zach in Canberra. If they do need to put an oxygen tank for DROS at Bathurst, they should put it on the passenger side <laughs> just to be safe. In <laughs> all seriousness, they're a genuine contender come the enduro season.
0: They are, absolutely. Well, they could possibly be a real contender for the championship too. They're an outside yep. roughie, no doubt.
2: Oh, hundred percent. And we've seen too, because Broads has actually got a fair few uh miles under his belt as an enduro driver yeah. too. So Yeah, yeah. In, in um you know, when he was when he, did he team up with? Uh he was with Well originally they
5: did they converted the car? their car to a ZB and raced their own. That's
2: package. right. Yeah. That's right. They do too. Kistecki Brothers racing. Yep. And then right. he was with Anton, right? Or was he with Dave first? You know what, we'll, we'll text it, we'll text have
0: to, we'll, we'll have to, yeah, our fans will know. No. 0433 98 11
2: uh, That's the knowledge of history, folks. <laughs> we can barely remember what we had for breakfast, for crying out loud. True. Um, here's, True. What, here's one from... Uh, <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> I'll get that one in a tick. But uh, yep, hi, guys. Right, when right. are you going to talk about Maddie's weekend in <laughs> Winton and his top 10 finish in race four? Well done, Maddie. That's from... Tommy! In Toowoomba. Thank you, Tommy. Uh, <laughs> we'll, get to, we'll get to that. We will get to that in just a bit. But uh, here's another one, too, from Matt from Freeman's Reach. Uh, hey, guys, did you happen to see the video Ford performance released of the Mustang Ooh. GT3 testing at Sebring?
0: Yes. How good would it be to see it at the 12-hour in the next year or two? Matty, sex mm. on wheels. Raw carbon fibre, big wings, Mustang, it was Hot. If you haven't seen it and you're a bit of a you're a bit of a gearhead, jump on and search uh, Ford Mustang GT3 because it looked hot. Very might, very might cool have to style. try to start blooding young Jet Johnson to maybe Ooh,
5: get that seat yes. in a couple of years. That'd Could be pretty you cool.
0: Hey, speaking of imagine jet, a Napa Auto Parts GT3 Ford Mustang,
5: man, that'd
0: be pretty cool. That'd be hot. Speaking With of the Jet, two though,
5: fast
2: Johnsons, Jet Johnson and Dick Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> hey, speaking of Jet, we've got a little bit of news about him. Uh, and uh, mm. and anyone that's going to the Adelaide Motorsport Festival this weekend, well, you know mm. that, that pretty much sums it up. But we'll mm. talk about that a little bit later on. Um, uh, we got one last one before <laughs> we uh, we head <laughs> to the break. <laughs> Who is seventh in the T O Two Muscle Cast Championship? Call sign. Darth Vader. Well, it's actually
0: yes. callsign Vader, isn't it? It's oh. callsign Vader, and that is from TG, not from Upper Coomera. Yep. Uh, T- TG is my... Sounds like me at nighttime at about 2 <laughs> o'clock in the morning when I'm trying to sleep. That's that's not me. That's Mrs. Mac. Mm. That's what Mrs. Mac is. No, that's like. actually you when you get out of the car. <laughs> yeah. That's why it's callsign Vader, because that's what you sound like. <laughs> that's right. TG is my, uh, my mechanic engineer. And, uh, yes... I am currently and your, seventh.
5: And your social media oh, counterpart.
0: Yeah, he's a guru. Good on you, TJ. your TikTok. TikTok influencer. <laughs> also oh. Not really.
2: I, I knew I knew that one of I knew that our fans would come through. Zach in Canberra was first. It was Reynolds and Brown, Anton and Brody in 2020. Well done. We should put Zach, we should put
5: Zach <laughs> yeah. on payroll here and because remember, he's
0: very good. Yeah,
2: and remember, Brody was he, was he was like D-Rust
5: last year. He was solid in that race. Remember, yeah. he held like he held Wincup back, and Wincup ended up crashing.
0: That's right. Trying to get around. That's how he got his drive. Exactly. That's how he got his full-time drive. Yep. Not going to take any crap from anybody. Not going to be pressured. That's how he got the gig. Yeah. Did very well there. But Thank you, Zach.
2: Keep Legend. your texts text coming through 0433 98 We're about to slide open the doors to the classic cars corner. Oof. Right up Get the fire this.
0: extinguisher ready.
1: <laughs> this is the driver's seat for Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia and New Zealand.
2: Get your messages coming through 0433 98 is our number. They are humming along nicely, aren't they?
0: They are. We get, uh, we do get, nice messages from people occasionally. We haven't. I'm not entirely sure who this person is, but uh, first time They sent listener. a very. They've sent for yes, long time listener, first time texter. Uh, they've sent a, a, a quick message saying, "Best show on SEN, lads." As certain as an excited male turtle drawing a line in the sand.
6: Yeah, well, um, you, you had to change that a
0: little bit. Just well for the kiddies for listening the kiddies at home, is. did yes. have to
2: change a little bit stuff. Uh, a little mm. bit of stuff there too. Uh, we'll just say that. So too. the show
0: can continue into the future, <laughs> yeah, exactly. so that we don't get a, a voice from on Hutchie High saying, "Hey boys, calm it down, will you? Uh, you I'll, need to calm down."
5: It's obviously not a uh, a turtle. On Mal's uh, on Mal's time clock because at the at this time the the line would be very wavy. <laughs> yes, <laughs> true. <laughs> very uh, true. Uh,
2: also, here's one from Vincent Mernda. You could just run the Corvette and Mustang GT3 and supercars like ATM did. AT- oh, what's ATM? I don't know. What's ATM? You know what? Automatic I- teller machine. <laughs> Vince, jump on, the, <laughs> jump on the text, and it could be an autocorrect. Uh, really issue there.
0: scared about what you were going to say then.
2: Oh, for I was also scared too. I, I won't. I won't. Uh, you know what? We, we need to straighten up, boys, because we got to open the doors to this.
1: This is the Classic Cars Corner with Malcolm Owens for Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia and New Zealand.
2: Oh, you picked a hell of a night to join us, Malcolm. but please welcome back to the Trivacy seat, the one and only
0: Malcolm Owens. Good evening, gentlemen. How's it going? Good, big boy. Hey, hello, mate. Welcome back. Post-op, we uh, we lost you there for a couple of weeks because you went and had your your wing fixed. Take us through that very quickly. Mm. What uh, what happened there? Was that was that an injury from pushing the millions of kilos that you've pushed in a weight room over <laughs> the last thirty years? Is that the injury?
3: Oh, I think it's just getting old and things breaking and re- wearing out. Yeah, after 40-odd years in the gym, it's <laughs> everything needed a bit of a tight and a, and a nip and tuck and getting everything back where it was <laughs> supposed to be.
0: And you're good now, though, mate, in all seriousness? Because I, yeah, I, I, I detailed really on the family. show that I had spoken to you oh, a day or two after the surgery, and uh, you, you had a, just a dose of the anaesthetics about you. You weren't the sharpest tool in the shed when I spoke to you.
3: Well, those endones are good stuff, mate. I had a few of those <laughs> under, the, under the belt. A couple of bourbon and cokes on the top, just to just to sharpen the edge, and we're good to go.
0: Outstanding, <laughs> outstanding. Righto. Now you and I spoke during the week, during the week on what we were going to do for the show this week, and you have come up with a topic that I have warned Nimsy to get his five second delay dump button uh, <laughs> ready. Uh, but I I am like a kid at Christmas. I can't wait for this one because I've had a little preview Stevie J of some of the things, and it's yeah. Get your funny bone ready because it's about to be tickled. So, Mal, take it away. Go. All
3: right. So what we're talking about today is what your car choice says about you. You know, So real estate agents, other rat bags, what your car says <laughs> about you. So the the car that you drive says a lot about you. Um, so it's when we, we select a car, the colour, the style, whether we're into a sports car, a four-wheel drive, uh, family, hatch, whatever it says, um, says something about you. We, we often like to pretend that it doesn't. But we know it does. So we've got a few to, to jump through tonight. And uh, feel free to interrupt at any time, as you always do, Matthew. And uh, g'day, janitor. How are you going there? In the uh, other, I'm the janitor. Oh, Thank you, mate. He's
0: How on are board you? with the janitor.
3: <laughs> oh, just
2: sweep well, up all he's... those winds, please, yes. Steve. Yeah.
3: <laughs> well, it's like Hamish and Annie, but we've got Diva and the janitor tonight. So that's pretty <laughs> that's good.
5: True. Or Vader and the janitor. Vader and the janitor, yeah. <laughs> right on,
3: go, Mal. Mel. Right, let's start with Audis. For many years, the knobs of the world drove BMWs, mainly the 3 Series, which was the standard equipment for garden variety real estate agents. Or well, at least it was, because the look at me crowd have traded in their charcoal grey beamers for their shiny, shiny silver Audis. This may be because the BMWs became too mainstream. Audi buyers think of themselves as entrepreneurs, as well as very style and uh, tech savvy. So the brand represents black skivvies, rimless glasses, and 100% Steve Jobs spec. So that's the first one. What
2: do you reckon? I think you, I think you picked that one.
0: That's pretty yeah. cool. That sounds ding. pretty good. Where's the Sailor Century ding there, Ninty? Oh, we need a bit of that. Oh, we got that. There we go. There we go. That's <laughs> it. Good, correct.
3: Righto. And nothing about old Peugeot convertibles for real estate agents in there. We've just glossed uh, over that one.
0: Good, thank okay. you. Keep Next, moving.
3: One. Next one, Aussie Muscle. Prime yes. beef examples. Any HSV or FPV do you care to name? So, yes, mate, Aussie made either because voting for Pauline Hanson and calling your son Brock didn't make you feel Aussie enough, <laughs> or because you're a rich tradie and you know you can't turn up for work, the work site, like and something German. So, if the horn played K-San, so much the better.
6: <laughs> so, you all
3: grew up watching. <laughs> you see, you grew up watching v 8 supercars on TV. You think Formula One is for soccer-playing Nancy boys, and you shed a tear when Ford and Holden announced they were shutting down the Australian car industry. you probably got a Southern Cross tattoo, RM Williams boots, a VB sticker on your window, and if it's a Holden, you've replaced it with the Chev logo, and if it's a Ford, you've probably got Dick Johnson to sign the dash.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, another one, Nimsy. Give that a tick. That definitely gets another big one there. Yep.
5: Uh, I love the Chev logo touch. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It doesn't make hey, it – just for one.
0: those out there, folks, if you do have a Holden and you're thinking of replacing it with a Chev badge, it doesn't make it go any faster and it doesn't give you any more street cred. It makes you look like – what time is it? Yeah, righto. It makes you look like a flog wanker. <laughs> Welcome <laughs> to the wing fest. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah,
3: full bogies spec. They usually got a ski bat on the back called Wet Dream or a couple of jet skis. So well, you, well, I thought it was okay because I was listening to your show and you had a uh, an ad on erectile dysfunction, so I thought all bets are off after 8.30, clearly. <laughs> um, you, you, got, you guys don't listen to the ads. All right, Jeep Wrangler. Jeep <laughs> so Wrangler, the right? Silly things, Jeep Wrangler, so what other silly things have you bought because you're sucked in by the TV advertising? Low-carb <laughs> beer, guaranteed weight loss plan, no iron shirt. Sure, the inspiring I bought a Jeep adverts were really good, but they invoked... Uh, pretty good for the urban weekend warrior. So you look earthy, progressive, and rugged. Well, no, they're <laughs> crap cast. You look like a complete dick for buying one. Sorry.
6: <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh dear.
2: That gets another one. That's another one. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I got a good
3: one next. Lamborg- Lamborghini, mate. Legally buying a Lamborghini doesn't make you a drug dealer or some other cashed-up, cash-only business entrepreneur, but people think you are. People buy these cars are firmly in the "look at me" category. They can deny it all they like, but in a world of white, silver, and grey cars, the bright orange or lime green, high price tag, loud exhaust note is definitely making a statement. Like their carefully crafted line beards, slicked back hair, and designer sunglasses, it doesn't mean you're a show but possibly a massive wanker, especially when doing laps of Ligon Street, mate.
6: <laughs> Come on, that's
3: right. You. There you go. All right. <laughs> Master... I got a couple more. Master MX5, the term hairdresser's car is unjustified and unkind, so you won't be hearing it here when we talk about the Mazda MX5s. Maybe you're a barista or a fashion coordinator. The Series 1 models with the pop up lights have tripled in price over the last few years, so they're a pretty good investment once you've cleaned out the nightclub glitter from the interior trim. Um, what's great about these little roasters, um, besides the fact that it finally looks more like Blade Runner than Hello Kitty, is it's so affordable. So <laughs> not much over forty grand. It's in the free me dream car of many a man who can froth a mean latte. What makes the <laughs> Miley oh, Happy car a bit sad is it just about everyone who buys one, wishes they had the cash to buy a Porsche instead.
0: Yes, you can't we- go past Porsche Mel. You can't. No. Right,
3: do, we- I'll do, Porsche. do we give Uh-oh. that one?
0: do we no no, do we give that one a tick? Ah uh, yeah, go. Yeah, that's a tick. That
2: yeah. gets a tick. Also, just did as a say, side note, just as a side note too, Hang on, uh, Malcolm, before push. we do before we get to that, I've got to say, uh, Zach and have just gone, it was great having you on here. While it lasted, boys, you had a
0: great run.
6: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> and you, you're actually quite right, Zach, because there are a number of partners on the show and across through the SEN network that are going... <laughs> Oh, I drive an Audi. <laughs> well, I'm not going to my meeting at SEN on Thursday in my green Lamborghini, that's uh, for sure. I, I might leave the Jeep at home, doll, and uh, get an Uber in today.
6: <laughs> oh, what do so you want like next,
3: Porsche or, or Tesla?
0: Uh, no, get it, get, get it out of the way. Let's go the Porsche. Porsche?
6: <laughs> All right.
0: By the way, everybody, I'm Matty Mack drives a Porsche.
6: Uh, <laughs> uh, Into the wall for Matt
0: McKeldin. Uh, <laughs> here we go, right on. Go for it.
3: All right, it's not surprising if you bought a Porsche, one of the world's most fanatically invigorating and perfectly crafted pieces of engineering, yes. and you're willing to spend 200 grand plus on a car to do that. I know you didn't, Matt. Yours wasn't that much. So what is surprising is you must have known it would make people hate you, not just your <laughs> friends, but complete strangers too, and, even, and and yet you did it anyway. So particularly if you're driving a convertible 911 through big city streets, you'll see traders will throw crumpled ciggy packs through your roof, Or, pedestrian will will hurl filthy looks at you. It's the kind of hatred you can feel even through the thickest of your designer's sunglasses. (laughs) And at least you love the mix of loathing and envy. People say Porsche driver the same way they spit. (laughs) uh, Steve,
2: looking at the bloke.
3: It's great to feel that you're better than everyone else and not giving a flaming rat's ass what they think. Yeah, that's right. So you can even park in hand handicapped spots without a permit, take two parking spots at the airport like you do, Matt, and act as if, as if speed limits is just for pussies. So show the world you're a ruthless, a ruthless mofo and you don't really care.
2: Now, Steve, you're going to give that one a tick. No, I was about to say, <laughs> please check to the person to your left, uh, to your right. <laughs> There
0: we go. That's exactly right. Do you know what a V? You know what do a Porsche? Do you feel is? empowered now, Matthew? I do. Do you know what a Porsche is? In actual fact, it's just a VW with a private school education. That's all it is. <laughs>
6: That's,
5: oh, that's all it is. <laughs> we could probably refer to uh, a little bit towards the Audi uh, description
0: too because they're the same platform, Matthew. <laughs> and did you see how quiet he was, uh, Stevie J was being on Audi there, given that he's one of their senior instructors? <laughs> it was just like a polite oh, little Porsche chuckle there. as well, there. <laughs> actually. <laughs> actually, Porsche as well. <laughs> all right, I want right, to hear Tesla. Here we go, Tesla. I'm fired up for Tesla. Let's go.
3: Yeah, we're, we're we're covering all genres here. Okay, so you might think that buying a Tesla tells people you're a Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio type, selfishly so <laughs> doing a bit for the environment, no matter the cost. But considering you are almost almost certainly be charging it using dirty, cold fired carbon-belching electricity, the fact that you're a self-styled enviro hippie is kind of cancelled out. What it really says is that you like to be ahead of the c- crowd. You see Apple as passe. You worship Elon Musk. The real-life billionaire inspiration for Tony Stark.
6: Ooh. Electric
3: vehicles may well be the way of the future, but Tesla is more than just an EV. It's like a giant nerd fest on wheels. And thanks, Matt, you did Matt and clean that one up. <laughs> if you're an IT startup wannabe, then buying one's compulsory. At least it's better than a Prius, which is more of a suppository than a car.
6: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's
2: gold.
0: Is that get that a tink? Is gold, Does that get the tink, boys? Yeah, they could absolutely, absolutely really get, they get too. particularly about the Prius. <laughs> you have done some so, serious work on that, my boy.
3: i got one more that's sort of more in Nimsy's sort of category Ooh, than your oh, two. Here we go. NIMS-y gets,
0: oh. Nimsy gets a drive-by. Let's go for the Nimsmobile. All right, Toyota Camry.
6: <laughs>
3: <laughs> if, if you're not sure what you're driving, look up. Is that a bowls hat? And on the parcel shelf of the back of your Camry is that a box of tissues next to a couple of throw pillows and a crocheted blanket? If it's not a Pintara, then it's more like, most likely, a Camry. <laughs> the Camry, often in beige, is the car for people who have completely given up for delivering Uber Eats or never really cared about car in the first place, like all Toyotas. The Camry is, is hugely capable, very reliable, and about as bland as eating a dry wheat bits <laughs> <laughs> the, fact that the... The fact that the car is hugely popular with the lawn bowling crowd means that buying one will age you faster than popping down the shops in your dressing gown and slippers. Sure, some people might argue that they bought one because it's good size for the family, but they know deep down they had more exciting exciting options like pretty much anything. <laughs>
2: uh, I'm reluctantly now, reluctantly going to do this. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> now I just have to say for any of our fantastic partners here at Sen. Malcolm does not necessarily share the uh, the thoughts and views of the SEN station.
6: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Malcolm Owens, well done. That was That was well done, mate. There's been lots of research and thought about standing ovation. From the crowd. That is very, very true. Oh, very we, accurate, we, too, we, We've
2: got one. Uh, a text has just come in from Greg uh, in Upper Coomber. He goes, I drive an RS Focus. Does that mean I'm a connoisseur who likes a sporty heritage with a smallish appendage asking for a friend? <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: That's
6: I
3: think the answer brilliant. may be yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's your fault, yes. Matt. I'll I talk about Camaro's and he goes, no, do something a bit more funny. So there you go. <laughs> there you
6: go. Uh, uh,
2: you've, uh, you've just loaded the uh, the bullets in there, Maddie, and you've actually yes. fired the gun. <laughs> yeah. so. Of
6: course.
0: That's exactly what happens. No, well, because the thing is when Malcolm comes on and we talk about cars, which we do and we love it and all that kind of stuff, the biggest reaction we get from our audience is when Malcolm basically talks from the heart and completely honestly about things that drive him mad. And given that you like are... Like people a, in the right lane on the freeway. Correct. Or... or <laughs> Um, members of the opposite sex putting their makeup on at traffic lights. All mm. that kind of stuff drives Malcolm mad. Uh, and he's the only one that can do this, folks, because basically he owns the show. So Malcolm can <laughs> go. <laughs> it's good to be king. And uh, Malcolm in the world of the driver's seat is definitely the king. So. And I can tell
3: you there's been some Muppets on the road really piss me off to say next time there's going to be another slaughter fest of those muppets. I you.
2: Well, we look forward to that one. And uh, apologies to any of the, uh, to all of the sales team that's currently on level five in Coventry Street. Because, <laughs> yeah, you know, drive Teslas. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. And Priuses and all that sort of You know, the ironic thing about this is all of the stuff that Malcolm has mentioned there, at one point or another, I reckon has gone through Big Mel's garage.
5: Have you Not seen how Tesla big did that did garage did is that? <laughs> Not a <the> Tesla.
0: Not a Tesla, but I reckon I've seen everything else the aforementioned through the garage. I'm a
5: bit gutted we didn't get a a, uh, a review on the AU Falcon drivers. Oh, It's, oh. A...
6: it's an AU Falcon! <laughs>
0: that, <laughs> that just sums about it says it. <laughs> <laughs> That'll tick it up. That'll tick it uh, up. Balconio. For the first of 2023. Keep waiting for a mate. That was a belter. <laughs> <laughs> that was a belter. Malcolm, well done. Well, no worries. I
3: say. And I tell you, um, with all the cars I've got, I don't know why I just can't stop in that, stop driving that um R eight. It is just such a great yeah, car it's his Yeah, it he loves it. it. Yeah. Um, Every time I, I ring know, him, so he's in the fun. AU. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, that's his
3: daily. I haven't, I haven't touched the C sixty three for about a month now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sure the marketing executives at Mercedes would love to hear that. <laughs> they certainly would. But an What's A-U-Pan? your preference?
3: I oh, think the a uh, 99 like... uh, AU is uh, quite <laughs> superior to the uh, AMG
5: C63. Well, Nimsy, oh, Nimsy, we got to give Greg, we got to give the uh, the RS
0: Focus, a uh, of course, a description. A, my apologies, Greg.
2: There we yeah, go. There, we go, there, <laughs> go. there you go.
0: That was just for the small appendage. Greg. Yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was all that was for. The RS focus does mean you're a connoisseur, But, you know.
2: A stellar work there. Uh, some listener interaction, too, with their own uh, barbs thrown there. But, uh, Malcolm, it's always a pleasure to get you on board the driver's seat. And uh, we'll do it again in another month's time. After it's consultation with the mind. legal department. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Good, Good to have you on. back, Mal. <laughs> it certainly we'll was. Time, that was bye, the bye. Classic Cars bye. Corner.
1: That was the Classic Cars Corner with Malcolm Owens. For Kubota, together we are shaping and building Australia and New Zealand.
5: <laughs> if that
0: doesn't get thrown, us thrown off air, I don't know oh, what no. is. I, You know, we, we run it close to the knuckle every week, Stevie J. The good thing is we didn't say it. No. No, that was all Malcolm Owens. Well. You know wasn't
2: us. I will have to say that I'll be walking through the car park with just a bit more uh, <laughs> of a spring in my step this time around. But anyway, um, it's the driver's seat. We're going to get to uh, what happened at Winton because we had a lot of people ask that. So we'll uh, take a quick pause for the cause and be back with more. All thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia and New Zealand. <laughs>
1: is The Driver's Seat for Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia and New Zealand.
2: Oh, we have a bit of fun on The Driver's Seat, don't we? You might even say we... Get it on like a pocket shop. Thank you very much, Sarah Johnny <laughs> in Epping. Um, 0433 98 1116 is our number if you'd like to get in touch and get your text messages coming through. Uh, we got a couple here. Um, DTM is what... Um, is what Vince in Mernda meant. Uh, oh. I knew I knew it would be an autocorrect. It wasn't
0: thing. An ATM Vince?
2: No, I'm glad I didn't it. Was a, it
0: was a typo. And for those the Siri do- typo maybe. And for those that don't know what DTM is, that's the Deutsche Touring Mark thing, uh, German touring cars Tourism, basically. German touring cars. Yeah, yeah. Which was which was Audi and Mercedes Benz GT3 cars. BMW and Ferrari. BMW, yeah. I know Ferrari had a DTM car. Yeah, they, they did. Did they? Yes, because Alex Albon ro- uh, drove one in his year out of Formula yeah, One. Right. Okay. Hmm. There you go. Did Alpha. What was that? I don't know about Alpha.
2: No, that was Alpha. I remember that.
6: that Alpha
2: in DTM? Maybe years ago, but yeah.
0: Anyway, anyway, it was
2: DTM. Uh, Yes. And uh, here's a nice one too. Uh, One from Eyes from Tweed.
0: Uh, Do you want to read this one, Matty? Uh, Yeah. Hey, boys. Thanks to Vader, which is apparently me, and TG, uh, which is my mechanic, for letting Zach help uh, at Winton on the weekend. He was so pumped afterwards. He had an awesome time, and thanks uh, to us both. Hey, Eyes. I know uh, Zachy is your boy. Zach is a uh, an aircraft mechanic from RAF Base in Wagga.
6: Mm-hmm.
0: Had a, a bit of a loose end over the weekend, so came down and and uh, helped yeah, me. How long the, the track that from Wagga down to Winton? Three hours. Okay, he drove. Yeah, yeah awesome. just to come down. Never never I'll worked bet. on a race car before, and never did any of that sort of stuff. And eyes, you've you've produced a bloody good young man there, and. Uh, uh, it was an absolute pleasure having them there, and having him there. He did everything that we needed him to do um, with vigour and enthusiasm. He slept in his car because I didn't have anywhere for him to sleep. <laughs> and he just had the best weekend ever. So, Zach, you're a legend, mate. And no, you are not allowed to leave the Air Force to come and work on race cars. <laughs> Stay in the Air Force, son. You could but, have at least let him sleep in your transporter. Well, I didn't have a transporter. Yeah, you did. Well, you well I did. Yeah, I did, but I didn't have any beds in it because it's not the Flash Steve Johnson transporter. <laughs> I don't know to transporter. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but next time I'm going to get Zaki to come and work on the car at Sydney Motorsport Park because he was a legend. So well done eyes mm. and the eyes family.
2: Well uh, just, just a, a quick on following up on the DTM the Alfa Romeo 155 V6 Ti. Was in the 1995 Deutsche Tourenwagen
0: Um <laughs> Right, oh, <on> Colonel <candle> Clink. <laughs>
6: uh, the,
2: and I can tell you that I can tell you right now. The only reason I know that is because mm-hmm. it was in Sega Touring Car Championship on Sega Saturn. But anyway, Sega <laughs> Touring Car <laughs> Championship. That's the only reason because I used to always drive the Alpha oh no. back in the day. But anyway, uh, and what was the series, Nimsie? Uh The Deutsche Tourenwagen mannschaft Oh, Meisterschafts! Meisterschaft. Meisterschaft. Ah. My apologies.
6: Oh, dear.
2: To all our German friends out there. (laughs) Um, uh,
5: They're
0: probably still still going. You still stuff that up. I can tell (laughs) you.
2: I probably (laughs) have. And I can tell you right now, you don't want to make him mad because well, anyway, oh, yeah, um,
0: well, we've seen we've seen what happened there.
2: O four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen is the number if you'd like to get in touch. Here's another one too. Is it true that they painted the walls at Winton Mustang black just in <laughs> case for M McKeldin. Now, that's a little bit harsh.
3: Into the wall for Matt McKeldin. But
2: it's it's a good segue. Uh, actually, Hmm. Look, look, it's a good segue because we do actually have to talk about uh, last weekend at Winton. It was uh, Matty Mack making his return in the Kubota Racing TA2 Ford Mustang round one of the High Tech Oils Super Series. A bit of controversy, which we'll get into a little bit later. But hmm. uh, I do want to mention, Matty, seventh in the TA2 championship after the first round.
0: Not hmm. a bad effort there. Not bad. Thank you, mate. Thank oh, you, the studio fire. audience. Ah. Yeah, not bad for an old fat bloke. Uh we had, look we had a really good round and um, no issues no dramas we've taken a bit of a different mindset I reckon to this year uh, about finishing every race and making sure that we don't get penalized for an, and you know and genuinely not hitting any walls or doing any of that sort of stuff so we've come away from the weekend with a uh, with with all four race finishes in the back pocket and just basically a, a Punch in the nose on the uh, on the grill that I've got to fix, and a little one on the back as well. But apart from that, a really great weekend, and TG was sensational. Um, Stevie was pitted right beside us, and uh, was giving us the. Uh, there were there were lots of bits what, of advice. Yeah. What, because... do you, what do you reckon I would have been saying, Nimsy, in the window when Maddie
5: Mac? <laughs> he goes, I'm just going to go there. I'm just going to take it easy. I don't want to get any damage. Blah blah blah. And then he gets the he gets in there and gets the red mist on. He's sponsored by Edgel Beetroot. <laughs> and then and then he comes in. He goes. He's he's gonna run practice, off a few and times He's and... run off a few times. And what do you reckon, Nimsey, I would have said in the window various times over the weekend. Oh,
0: probably.
3: You need to calm down. <laughs> It's, 100%. Exactly what, it's exactly
0: what he did. And there was one moment out throughout the weekend where I think is it turn 10 and yep. the left-hander turn 10, right in front of the pits. Uh, I, I just ran a little bit wide and dropped a couple of wheels and spat up a lot of dirt and all that kind of stuff. And I just thought to myself, that was right in front of Stevie. I know exactly what I'm going to get when I come back into the pits. And well, I got an earful. So, uh, no, look, it was, it was sensational. I had, uh, I had Mark Woodison there. I had Peter Wally there. I had my daughter, my granddaughter. Um, you got your daughter Steve on the tools too.
6: Yeah, got did. my daughter
0: changing tires. And that's what, she's, a, she's a weapon, so she was doing that. Zaki was there. And, and um, yeah, it was just look, a really, really good weekend. There were a bunch of listeners there that came and said g'day. Unfortunately, Donnie, I believe, was was there but didn't bother coming down to say hello, Donnie. I don't know what you're thinking there, mate. Would Probably have been, hanging out with his mates, but anyway. Yeah, you'd have been welcome with open arms, Donnie, if you'd have come down to say g'day. Uh, and you could have told me all your opinions on everything motorsport. So I really missed out on that opportunity. Um, uh, if you're not sure what I'm talking about, go to our Facebook page. Um, so, yeah, look, a really good weekend. And now we we eyes forward, Nimsy, to Darwin. We're going to go race up at Darwin at the end of April in a two-driver race. Uh, and I will announce my co-driver pretty soon. But that's going to be a big event, Stevie J. It is going to be a huge event. And I'm spewing that. Mm.
5: I'm going to miss it because it's the I same might. weekend. It's hidden Perth. Um
2: that where uh, as Perth, Perth, sorry.
5: Yeah. Mm. Yeah as Perth. Yeah, yeah. For sorry. obviously Supercars and Super2 and Super3, where Jet and Jet Spewing too because he had an opportunity to drive yeah. up there with um Josh Haynes who's one of the oh. who was obviously won the last super race fast and over the that would have been a really good pairing um, yeah. as there is some very very good pairings going up there who aren't racing in Super2 or
0: 3. I wonder if that had had happened would it have been no, it wouldn't, because you raced against your dad, didn't it? Didn't you? So you would have had uh, two Johnsons on the track mm-hmm. racing against
6: yeah, each correct. other. So yep. it wouldn't
0: have been the first time. But look, it would have been really cool. But I'll I'll mention who that is. I, I can't get Stevie in the car, unfortunately. But um, look, it was a, it was a great weekend and a uh, um, bit of controversy. Jackson Rice, who took out the round, unfortunately, actually just ahead of me, took out uh, uh, young Lee Stibbs, who had a cracking round, and T A two a pretty pretty tough on this sort of stuff. You escort someone off the road and they lose places, you're going to get a penalty. And uh, poor old Jackson did get a penalty, which pulled him out of the lead. And uh, I believe they're going to go a bit triple eight-ish on that and go down the appeals track, but we'll have to wait and see. Um, But yeah, Lee Stibbs won it. Um... And uh, Jackson, unfortunately, I think got bounced to second or third for the round or whatever it was, second Second. for the round. But, yeah, we're seventh and um, happy with that. Nimsy, very happy. Uh,
2: Round two of the High Tech Oil Super Series is at Hidden Valley Raceway uh, on April 19th to May 1st. So if you're in that neck of the woods. Mm. Mm. Um. Oh, and I, I and, if you've, and I told if you not. You you say
5: you said April nineteenth? No, April it's not April. 29th. It's
2: 29th ninth. My apologies.
5: Yes,
0: and we're and we're racing That's on the Monday long weekend race. It is. Well, it's a long <laughs> week. It's a long weekend race from yeah, the nineteenth yeah. anyway. But we're racing on the Monday too in Darwin because yep. it's Labor Day in Darwin on the Monday. So if you're up that way, come and say good day. Uh, and from Tommy. In Toowoomba, uh, yes, there were Nuggets, celebratory Nuggets, <laughs> on the way home. And the scafe lookalike in the back seat... Poor guy. Uh, I love that. Was, uh, ...was Phil. And Phil is a former supercars engineer. In fact, I think you're number one Stevie J, Phil Curtis. He was, was he my number one there you for go. quite a few years at DJR. There you go. So, And doesn't he look a little bit like, from certain angles, one Skafe M Scaife? I guess. Hmm. Uh, it was. Yeah. Um, very quickly before we go, watch the TA two coverage on Sunday. It was one. It was some properly good racing. The finish to race four was an absolute barn, barn burner. Helps when you have Wade Oranger on the comms, who is an ex, who is excitement plus. Mm-hmm. You're not wrong. He is an absolute. Uh, not uh, he's he's a credit to motorsport, but he's a he's gold to our series, and we love having Wado uh, doing the uh, doing the course. Some properly good young steers in the field too. Should be a great season ahead, Zach you're 100% mate and 100% right mate and you're welcome to come to any rounds you wish uh, i'll pay for the ticket jump <laughs> Well, it will. May not be a, said, may not Zach's... be a guarantee. <laughs> <laughs> no, Zach, Zach should be on the payroll. He's got all the stats. He's a he's a, he's a true fan. Uh, if, you, if you would like to
2: keep up to date with the uh, high tech oil super series, we'll be posting about it uh, along with all the relevant links and whatnot on our social media. And uh, the best place to, if you want to cut out the middleman, just go mm. to Kubota Racing at Kubota mm. Racing. Kubota underscore racing on Instagram, or just search for Kubota Racing on Facebook. But um, you listen to the driver's seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia and New Zealand. We're going to talk about the F1 in Saudi Arabia because boy, oh boy, was there a salty Dutchman. <laughs> <laughs> it was
0: it's a salty Mexican as well. Yeah, by the end of it too. We, in the press room.
2: we will touch on that in just a moment here on the driver's seat. Thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia and New Zealand
1: this is the driver's seat for Kubota together we are shaping and building Australia and New Zealand
2: welcome back to the driver's seat we do it thanks to Kubota together we are shaping and building Australia and New Zealand big big week of motorsport coming up with the Formula One Australian Grand Prix at Albert mm. Park there is is It's buzzing around town at the moment because uh, they're setting up the track, which is always a cool time of the year. But uh, Mm -hmm. we do need to talk a little F1. Mm -hmm. Because it was the Saudi Arabian Grand Prix last weekend and it was very, very eventful too because, uh, oh, what do we take away from this? Because it seems like Red Bull is just far and away ahead of everyone else. And it Mm. also seems that uh, there might be a bit of Disharmony in that little two-pack there.
0: Uh, well, I think the, the the yes, I think you're right, Nimsy, in what you say. That the biggest takeaway from the weekend is that Stevie J, the Red Bulls, are an absolute bullet, coated in WD forty, shot out of a cannon.
6: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, Lewis Hamilton actually came out and said, "I've never seen anything so fast." So uh, clearly, the Red Bulls are going to be the ones to beat. I love that there's a little bit of niggling aggro between. Verstappen and Perez. I love that because Verstappen, if you haven't caught up with it, Verstappen uh, had a failure in qualifying, then drove through from whatever he did, 16th or 17th or whatever it was, through to basically second. 15th. Uh, 15th, there you go, (laughs) through to second. And uh, you get one championship point for the fastest lap. And essentially Checo was told, mate, you're on pace, you're all good. And then uh, Verstappen wanted to know what the fastest lap was. And they said, no, don't worry about it. You just finish. And then he went, well, bugger that. I'm going to absolutely go as hard as I can. (laughs) And he took the one world championship point, which ironically then meant that Checo is not in the lead of the championship still. Had Checo held that one point for the fastest lap, Stevie J, he would be the first Mexican since I think 19, either somewhere in the 60s or early 70s, uh, to be leading the Formula One World Championship. And his teammate, yoink, no you don't. So what are they level on points? Uh, Max they is ahead by two, I think. Two. But he.
6: It I'll two look that or up one. I'm because
0: gonna... they said during the coverage, they said that it was. He, he would be. Um, no, he is. He's He would have been equal. So Vax is on 44. Serge is yep, on 43. Point. So Max would be on 43, uh, equal with Sergio, I suppose. So an equal leadership of the. Um, of the Formula One World Championship? No, and, not even
5: because Sergio would have then been forty-four
0: if he had the extra point. Would have been forty-four, and Max would have been forty-three. 43. So there you go, right? So, um, and it was only and I failed math. <laughs> it was only when they got in that press room, you know how they get in the yep. press room with the champagne and all the caps. Did Sergio turn to him and say, um, right, what's, know, "What? What? What? going on?" Yeah, <laughs> exactly. What WTF? It was a bit of Mark Webber, Vettel, Multi Twenty-One, Seb. Action the only thing is on. the problem with that is that I can see
5: is that is only going to affect Sergio. Yeah, won't affect Max. In regard to his yeah. standing in the team. Yeah.
0: You know what I mean? Yeah. And did you see his old man? Did you see Max's old man when when uh Perez ran across to all the crew and did the big jump over the barrier and give him a big hug and do all that sort of stuff? Jos the boss Verstappen was standing there and he looked, did not even didn't, didn't even acknowledge Checo's existence—he just looked straight down pit lane while everyone was jumping and hoo-haring around him, just completely fresh at him. It was like you know when you stand in a lift and someone drops a big dirty grate, you know, <laughs> one of those, and you just sit there looking at the buttons, going, "How long Smoke till this bomb. is? Yep, how long this, till this is over?" That was exactly what Yoss Verstappen was like. So good on you, Yoss. you flog, anyway. <laughs> be nice to just pat the guy on the back and say, "Well done, mate." Good on you, mate. Your yeah. kid's gonna win the championship again. But it would be nice just to be a nice bloke mm. anyway. But um, that we know that's not the way in Formula 1. The other thing for me, Nimsy, was Ferrari. Oh. Oh. Imagine that debrief on Tuesday morning. I know Mrs. Mack is
5: a massive Charlotte Clare fan. She is. But, geez, he's turning
0: into one of the biggest whingers out there. Having a crack. Oh, You can't do anything right at Ferrari at the moment, can you, no. Steve? No. You know why? Cause Charles will tell you that you can't correct. (laughs) He's just, whether it's a late pit call, whether it's an engine thing, whether it's a strategy call or something, he is just blowing up deluxe. And I can't imagine. Do you reckon there's going to be a moment where, where Ferrari actually put their hoof on him and say, Oi, shut up. Just shut up Mm. or don't drive for us. It's your call. Uh, that's the sort of thing that I reckon could happen in Ferrari yeah, it could. because it's happened before. The the
5: management in there seems to be very um, dysfunctional, I guess. Is Like it, they seem to, like last year, they probably should have won the championship last year. They had the fastest car for more than half the year, mm. but they did everything in their power to engineer themselves strategically out of the championship. <laughs>
0: totally. So, therefore, I understand Charles' frustration, right? When you're when you're out there putting your, your knackers on the line and you're driving the thing to within an inch of its life and they're screwing up the strategy calls. I, I mean, I totally get that. But you know, I, I think there is a point in time where... It's, it's, it should be done behind closed doors to an effect. Do you remember Danny, remember Danny Rick, right? Now, I'm not necessarily just going to Danny cause he's an Aussie, but remember when all of the, when everything was hitting the wall at McLaren and in some places, Renault, sometimes Renault, if he was given bad news or he was given a call that was incorrect or whatever, he would just go, okay, understood, understood. And then as I understand it, he'd, he'd raise hell back in the debrief meeting. But Charles is just blown up on the radio which the coverage is going to hear broadcast is going to get that. And at some point that's going to get embarrassing. So if I were Fred Vasseur, who is the former Alfa Romeo principal, who's been put in after Mattia, but got the Tijuana brass. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I'd be, I would be taking Shales to lunch and I would just be having a quiet chat, just as two blokes, not as team principal and driver, just as two blokes. And I'd be saying, you need to calm down. <laughs> You just need to calm down 50. because
6: management You need to calm down.
0: Because management will not take it well for the future if he continues to blow up. Mm. Mm. I reckon. I guess we'll have to wait and see. I mean, how good's Fernando going? Fernando, On another that, side. That is super. How good is, is super. How good is it For for the old blokes, and look, there is some some argument to say that this year's uh this year's Aston Martin is basically a Renault in green paint. Oh sorry, a Red Bull in green, green paint. paint yep. Uh he is driving beautifully. He is driving absolutely beautiful. Except when he lines up in a grid spot, Stevie J. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gotta get on top of that. <laughs> <laughs> How many races have you done, Nando? You don't line up outside your grid box, mm. son.
2: Uh, one last one before we do wrap Steve, up.
4: Steve, speechless.
2: Well, I don't know what to say. I mean, that's
5: that's the most that's easy, dumb. basic thing you can get
2: right. Yeah. Now before we wrap up uh, our <laughs> F1 um, from Jeddah, uh, Oscar Piastri did enjoy a strong qualifying session, began Great on the grid, but yeah. uh, unfortunately had to pit in the opening lap after his front wing was clipped by a uh, gas man.
5: Gas man. He got, got him. gassed. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Gus <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, he crossed the line 15th while uh, his teammate Lando Norris fed even worse, finishing 17th. There's yeah, another or... team that's uh, not going... At, well, Lando's come out moment.
0: and said, I'm not going to be so nice to him if it was for points. If it yeah. was for points, I wouldn't have obeyed the radio call because McLaren backed Piastri and Piastri took off.
2: It's the driver's seat and we do it thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia and New Zealand. We'll talk a little bit about supercars at the GP because that is going to be happening Mm. next. We'll do that next here on The Driver's Seat.
1: This is The Driver's Seat for Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia and New Zealand.
2: Uh, you know, I thought we were good tonight. I was like, geez, we're keeping on track. I haven't had once that um We're going to talk about uh, the Grand Prix because that is coming up next week. Um, the Bow Repairs Melbourne Super Sprint will actually feature a unique collie format because both tyre compounds will be in use. So for the first time ever, there'll be a race on a Thursday. Um, there'll also be races on the Friday, Saturday and Sunday. It's a 15-minute arm roll qualifying session for each race, but two will be on hard tyre and two on super softs. Thursdays will feature five sessions, two prackies, two qualies in race three of the 2023 championship. Drivers will qualify for races three and four on Thursday, for races five and six on Saturday. Quali on races three and five will be on the hard tyre, and one's on hard tyre, one's on
0: super softs. Who do you reckon wrote all that? Th- that is dead set like an IKEA instruction book. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> or, or something that you've imported from China. That was like, do you remember when
2: uh, there when they first put the new quali in um, at uh, at Simmons Plains, and poor Jess was trying to explain, Jesse oh, H yeah. was trying to explain it to the Sk- knockout, <laughs> yeah, the um... knockout
0: thing, and they just couldn't do it. And then even Skafe <laughs> couldn't do it for like two or three years. Not a <laughs> shock. Um, so it's going to be uh, the bottom line for those who are watching supercars next weekend at the Formula One Grand Prix. Stevie J is there's going to be soft? Tire races and hard tire races. There's no fuel changes. Uh, various lengths should be a lot of fun. But if you get if you get swept up in the, oh, this is what we're going to qualify and this is how many we're going to race and it'll be at this time and it'll be using that, tire, you'll give yourself an ice cream headache. Just enjoy the
6: race. Yeah.
5: Out. So basically, what this is saying, <laughs>
6: mm-hmm. in
5: layman's <laughs> oh, terms, because I'm a layman, f- right? I can feel the headache coming on. Right. So Thursday, mm-hmm. they've the Supercars got two practices, mm-hmm. a qualifying and a race. Mm-hmm. Friday, mm-hmm. they've got a race. Mm-hmm. Saturday, mm-hmm. they've got two qualifying sessions and a race.
6: Mm-hmm.
5: And Sunday, they've got a race. There yep. you go, everybody. Yep. There as we simple go. Simple as that.
0: All done. <laughs> and no fuel stops. <laughs> no fuel stops, just a tyre stop. So, if you are a bit of a cardigan and you want to watch this and with things to look out for, when we're at Newcastle, uh, the new Gen 3 refuelling rules. Fuel it at a much slower rate. Therefore, the guys and girls changing the tyres on the cars had quite a bit of time to just hand thread them almost and do all that kind of stuff, uh, because the fuel was covering them. You won't have that in Melbourne. Yeah,
5: and also they were doing that as a precaution because there has been wheel nut issues. Yes, which we believe on fixed.
0: Well, there's lots of fixes. Premier
5: had problems at Newcastle with their wheel nuts. So, oh
0: yeah, no, I I think they've got new. They've got. New wheel nuts coming, but they're not going to be used in practices. They're just going to be used in quality in the races. Right. For whatever reason. So, um, hey, just on Gen 3 and supercars, I heard a number the other day about what these guys, what they uh, the teams have spent per car mm. on the build. Do you mean per what car? What do you reckon it is? No, I'm joking. <laughs> Except, what'd you say? Except I for perkat. I said,
2: do you mean no? I said, do you mean, <laughs> no, mean perkat? Because you said, do you know no. how much they spent on per car? And I'm like, you mean cap,
0: right? No, no per <laughs> Get uh, uh, remembering that Gen Three was meant to be cheaper to, to build and cheaper to f- repair.
5: I I vaguely remember something like three hundred fifty thousand was the, the original quote. Correct. Where is that? That's what they wanted Correct. to have the cars cost.
0: If I walk into Triple Eight right now and I say to Triple Eight, can you please build me a Camaro, I want you to add a few spare parts, and I want you to just get the thing right and ready. One million dollars. He's always A million bucks for a supercar. I mean, come on, that is taking the P155 mm. to the extreme, isn't it? A million dollars, Steve. Crazy. And you can't fix them at the moment because they bend in half mm. when you hit a wall. The
5: funny, the funny thing that I've heard about that, now, this is only hearsay, everybody. I don't know if it's true or not, but the Courtney car, you got a front clip that bolts on. It's mm. meant to be basically like a crumple zone, mm. okay, so that if you have a hit in the front, you unbolt it from basically just in front of the engine or halfway back mm-hmm. uh, up the bonnet is mm-hmm. where the, the shock towers are. You unbolt it from there, and you bolt a new one on. Now... From what I understand is the front clip on James Courtney's car wasn't that bad. The front clip did not actually crumple like it was meant to. No. It crumpled further back. Yeah,
0: under the foot, under the, uh, foot, foot box.
5: Yeah. Metal so, box
0: That's what I hear. Um, so not hence great. the reason it had to come back up to Queensland to pace innovations. Not great. Not great. It's total bullshit. It's bullshit. Yeah.
2: All right, can't add much
0: more to that? No, you can't. Probably can't. No, you bet. can't. <laughs> But, uh, hey, Dale from Albury, cracking show tonight, fellas. Love the banter. Dale, we love you. And I love Albury. So thank you for listening. Well done.
5: <laughs> what Pete? about Pete? I love Pete's one. I think Gary is actually a burner account for Scafee. <laughs> Thanks, Peter, for debate.
0: Or could be. He could just be giving us a clip and doesn't want to say from Scafie of, where does Scafie live? Brighton? Brighton. I don't know. Uh, live in where's Bratton? the most expensive place in Melbourne to Bra- live? Uh, Bratton, Toorak, South Yarra. Probably
5: got
2: a house in all of them. Righto. <laughs> <laughs> Keep your texts coming through. 0433 98 11 16 is the number. You're listening to The Driver's Seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. Together we are shaping and building Australia and New Zealand.
1: This is The Driver's Seat for Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia and New Zealand.
2: And welcome back to the driver's seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia and New Zealand. Uh, Obviously, we're keying up for the uh, AGP, which is next week. But this Mm. weekend... Um, Adelaide is going to be the home of motorsport. What do they think? This is S-E-N-S-A. Well, we do have to talk about it there, Adam. Um, But because the Adelaide Motorsport Festival is going on this weekend and there's going to be some big, big names there and there even will be a couple of Johnsons there too.
0: This is. I've never been to the Adelaide Motorsport Festival. I think it's been. And I'm been frantically a while. checking
2: the the V8 Sleuth website because I'm pretty sure it was announced, and I haven't just uh, broken an embargo. Uh, no, no, no yeah, <laughs> no, it was announced.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, yes, uh, I've never been to the Adelaide uh, Motorsport Festival, but from what I hear of everyone that has been there, it is a sensational weekend. Uh, old school supercars, old school Formula One cars. Valtteri Bottas is going to be mm. there. Uh, It's not the full Adelaide Parkland circuit. It's sort of cut after the end of uh, the the front straight. But um, Stevie J, the boy who raced last weekend in New Zealand in the Pine Pack Falcon uh, and won, basically. And then now he's – so Super 3 in Newcastle, then flies off to New Zealand to run the Pine Pack TCM car, and now he's back in Adelaide and having a steer of an ASCAR, if you don't mind. Not bad. Not bad.
6: Oh.
5: I was not doing that at eighteen years I old. Was. I give you the tip. Mate, I could hardly
0: make my bed at eight. Mate, I was changing oil at Q4 at Springwood. That's what I was doing. <laughs> I mean, I just—what a sensational opportunity! Obviously, mm. brought brought along by Napa. Yep, um, absolutely. Uh, Napa Auto Parts. You know, that,
5: that opportunity has come along obviously via Napa. Napa owned the car. It is a 2016 X Super Speedway car, actually, but it's been tuned and tweaked and and basically uh, made into basically something that they can take around as a bit of a showpiece. Yeah. And uh, it's going to be very cool for him. And and I believe, and I'm the same, I don't think, I can't remember the last time I went to the Adelaide uh, Motor Festival. Mm -hmm. Is it Motor Festival? I think it's
0: Adelaide Motorsport Festival. Yeah.
5: Yeah. But apparently it's amazing. You know, obviously – you know, Sam Brabham, David Brabham's going to be there, which is cool. Lounsey. I haven't seen them. is going to be there. Um, Tommy Randall, uh, great friend, great friend yes. of the show. Tommy Randall. Um, I think um, Toddy Hazelwood's going to be there as well. Yeah. So yeah. Slade. Slade will be there. Oh, I was surprised if Perkout's not going to be there. It's his hometown as well. So Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and Bottas is going to be there. He's going to be driving the 2016 race-winning uh, Techno Commodore. He is. Um, supercar, which is very, is, very cool. Is he an honorary Australian now, do you reckon? Now that he's running the VB moniker and girlfriend, girlfriend, girlfriend is
0: is an an Aussie, which is he's got the mullet. He's running the mullet. He's got the mo. He's got the VB. He's drinking out the green tins. He certainly is. (laughs) He's got to be an Aussie, doesn't he? No, okay.
5: (laughs) 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 He has gone up, and he has gone up a notch in my book, though. He's he's much different person now than what he was when he was at Mercedes.
0: Well, we know he's got a personality now, correct? Which is great because you can't show that in the some of the teams. But now he's got a, a multi-year deal with Alpha Romeo, he's a team leader. Yep. Uh, he's dating Tiffany Cromwell, who is the Aussie professional cyclist. Perse- yeah, that's right. And he's just cyclist, you know, yeah. having an absolute crack. I, 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 I love the fact that he's doing that. He's, when you think about it, Nimsy and Steve, he's the only Formula One driver who is, who will be in Australia this weekend, who will actually be doing a, a PR to the public signing session. and. And something where people can meet him. Mm. Oh, I'm sure there are other drivers in the country, and they're all going to be off doing their sponsor activities or taking a bit of a rest, which I'm sure they deserve. But but uh, Aussie Valtteri, nah, he's going to be in the uh, Parkland Circuit in Adelaide signing autographs, banging around a supercar. How good. And being being cool. coached by Lounsey
2: too, which is which is yeah. a hell of a combination there.
0: Yeah. So I mean, if you're in Adelaide this weekend, or if you're uh, you want to get yourself to Adelaide this weekend, make sure you do. The last time I heard, they uh, they had something like 150,000 people over a three- or four-day period. So it gets really busy, and it's it's great that it is back with lots of – beautiful race cars to see lots of personalities, lots of people. And uh, I think it's fantastic for the circuit to come back. Obviously we have the Adelaide 500 at the end of this year too, finishing off the season. So uh, the fact that uh, South Australia looks like it's open for business Nimsy and it's the business of motorsport that's uh, that's getting a run there. So that's awesome. It's looking absolutely mega
2: too, but uh, let's quickly touch on um, we we mentioned that jet will be driving that NASCAR. Uh, So first off, like, it's incredibly cool to see that happen. And secondly, how how many different cars has this boy jumped into in the last like six months? <laughs> he's he's driven a few things, has not he? He's he's done I mean, he's done well.
5: I mean, Trans-Am obviously got Trans Am, Trans Am in Tassie, you got the Nissan, uh, yep.
2: the oh, Super Super three. Um, the Falcon
0: in New Zealand. Yep, the XE, and then uh, and then obviously the NASCAR. Um, Tell me a bit about the NASCAR. What do you know about it? it like, is it? Is it like a normal eight hundred horsepower or nine hundred horsepower NASCAR, or is it? Did you say it's been a bit detuned. I think it might have been a bit detuned.
5: Oh, I'm not a hundred percent sure. I know it's been prepared by Alan Heafy down in Melbourne. Oh wow! Okay. So it, it came across here, and I guess it it was bought by Napa as a bit of a promo showpiece that they take around to all their stores. Mm-hmm. Um, and I it, think looks that it looks mega. It does really look mega, um, and I think it sounds mega. It just it didn't have what they thought it was going to have in it, I guess when it got here, but that's all been rectified now. So,
0: um, <laughs> that doesn't sound but they've like had that for a little while now.
5: They've had that for a little
0: while now. So, yeah. So, I mean, I, as I say, I I think, um, Adela- South Australia, Peter Malinowskis, he's on the, he's on the motorsport train. Um, and it's good to see that that back, I think, for the first time in a couple of years. So yeah, uh, it's going to be awesome.
2: Uh, a quick one before we take a break. Uh, what are your thoughts on this on the text line? What are your thoughts on Valtteri Bottas potentially giving supercars a more serious crack when he leaves F1? Loves Australia. Obviously has interest in the way we go racing and getting some bloke called Lowndes to teach him the ropes. Surely a sign he's keen to learn. Pipe dream or potentially something more down the line? That's from Zach.
0: Oh, Zach, it's a great question. And I think in the first instance, Do you reckon
2: this is him like dipping his toe a little bit to see what he thinks?
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think um, the the next step would be a proper test with a Mm. proper car, proper set of tyres, greens, all that kind of stuff. And then, hey, wouldn't it be awesome if we saw Valtteri Bottas in uh, an enduro wildcard at Sandown and Bathurst? I mean, that'd bring Mm. the house down. That'd be just sensational. Sponsored by VB. (laughs) Can you have alcohol sponsor? You can, can't you? You can. You can. You were, you were for years and yep. years and years. Yep. So, um, yeah, I, that, what, if I'm a marketing guy, I'd be on that train real quick. Real quick. I'd be, real quick. I'd be Mr. Oh, Bottas to Mr. Victoria Bitter. <laughs> <laughs> hey,
5: just quickly, Dimsy, Uh, well, before we go to a break, I think that, uh, Napa obviously kind enough to take jet and I down, which is great. Um, we are going to do a couple of store visits, so oh, cool. make make sure you come out if you're down there. Come out and see us. We're going to be at the Wingfield branch uh, at five p.m. on Thursday. Okay, so come out and come out and see us there. And obviously, we've got various uh, various appearances at the Motorsport Festival from Friday onwards. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So we'll obviously be doing the street parties and that sort of stuff. So we'll be there. Just check us out in our blue Napa gear, and <laughs> uh, come and say good day. So uh, come and say good day to the Junior Burger and and Jet.
2: Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, the best way to stay up to date is to like the Napa Motorsport Asia Pacific page. I'm sure Jed will also share it on his socials as well, So, and we'll do it on ours too. So uh, it's looking like it's going to be a fantastic weekend if you're in the city of churches. If you want more info for the Adelaide Motorsport Festival, head to their website, adelaidemotorsportfestival.com.au. We'll take our final break and wrap up the driver's seat for another week. We do it thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia and New Zealand.
1: This is the driver's seat for Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia and New Zealand.
2: Ah, saved by the bell! I was hoping this had come through before this week's show wraps up, but uh, this is off the supercars website. Triple 888- Eight. Race Engineering's appeal regarding its Newcastle disqualifications has been dismissed after a hearing in Melbourne. Shane Van Gisbergen and Brock Feeney crossed the line first and second in the Newcastle 500 opener earlier this month. However, both Red Bull and Pol Racing Chevrolet were disqualified over a technical breach with Cam Waters inheriting victory. Came after protests from both Tickford Racing and Walkinshaw and Dreddy United were lodged. Uh, Triple H confirmed its intention to appeal, but the hearing was tonight on mm-hmm. Wednesday. Three-person panel comprising of Walter, S- Walter Sofronoff, off Casey, Steve Chopping, the big board, and uh, Ross Jackson <laughs> made the decision based on the hearing. And the hearing went for over three hours with triple A's. Appeal heard and later dismissed. So uh, bow bow. done and done. Brady Kostecki is still second in the championship.
0: And not a surprise there because I purely and simply don't know how you would have been able to do that. Um, mate, as as we uh, finish off, good that good news for there, uh, breaking into that, um, Nimsy. But I must say, um, very sad news over the weekend at Winton that a young driver called Joshua Dow um, passed away on Saturday night, I believe. Uh, with a motor in a, in a motorbike accident, nothing to do with racing, but a motorbike accident. So everyone from the driver's seat, uh, and of course, SEN, just sending our best wishes and condolences to the Dow family of the passing of Joshua. He sounded like a great young bloke. Sported a fairly fantastic mullet. Uh, loved an AU Falcon, both in drag racing and in circuit racing as well. So uh, that's a real loss, mate, and and um, uh, we hope that the community down there will get through that. And also uh, the great man Gary Coleman, Stevie J, who has for as long as I've ever remembered been the supercars. Uh, Chaplin had a bit of a heart uh, issue at Sydney Motorsport Park on Saturday night, took a bit of a tumble. Um, He's not in a great way, but uh, expected to make a full recovery. And so there's been a GoFundMe page set up to try and get Gary a golf buggy for his uh, future events. It's at GoFundMe. uh, We'll pop pop the links on our socials. forward slash all these other bits and pieces, but we'll stick it up on. The socials, but a very much loved member of the uh, the supercars family. Gary, we hope you make a full recovery and we'll see you back at a, at a meeting very soon because you are an important and intrinsic part of our sport. Um, remember, speaking
2: of our social media, always uh, have a look at us on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter at Driver Seat because we'll, not just supercars, anything motorsport, we'll pop it all up there and anything related to motorsport as well. And just finally, uh, a message from Mo from Warrigal. Hey, just, just wanted to say it's great you're back this year. I've been listening to the pod on Spotify each week, but usually miss it live due to playing
0: table tennis like Forrest Gump. Will you be at the <laughs> Bathurst Six Hour? I won't be. Stevie J, will you be at the Six Hour? Um, maybe on Sunday. I've got
5: to work on Monday down there for D so, Oh, there you go. Yeah, so maybe on Sunday, depending. There you go, Mo. But, I'll uh, be camping
0: with the mate Mrs. Mac and the Little Macs, so I <laughs> won't be there. So uh,
2: thanks for tuning in, Mo, and thank you for the kind message. But uh, that about wraps up another edition of the driver's seat. We do it thanks to Kubota for over 40 years. We've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia and New Zealand. The Formula One Australian Grand Prix is next week. We'll have a big preview for that. But uh, thank you to everyone for all your messages. Thank you to Brody Kostecki for jumping on board. Thank you to Malcolm Owens for the Classic Cars Corner. And we'll see you next week. Apologies to Mark Scope, we ran out of time. (laughs)